it's interesting how much can change in one week. Last Friday, people had a very positive opinion of the Free Software Foundation. And this week, it seems that entire organization and its 30 plus year history is about to be eliminated, um, canceled, so to speak. Earlier this week, Richard Stallman returned to the board of directors, which prompted a lot of the um, outlash against or backlash um, to towards the Free Software Foundation, and he had left in nineteen or pardon me, two thousand nineteen, because of some rather stupid comments that he had made. But more than that, he's always been, from the accounts that I've read, I've never met the man, but he's always been a divisive figure. Um, he he does a lot of inappropriate things, uh, particularly around women, like handing out, um, I think it was called romance cards, basically just like a go out on a date with me kind of card, like a coupon. I, I don't know exactly how it worked. Um, but he, he would do that. He would make uh, people feel generally uncomfortable around him. Um, and he also had a bunch of poorly worded arguments on various topics over the last quarter century and probably longer than that, um, that made him come across as a complete and total jerk. And there's no denying that. And so in 2019, he resigned as president of the Free Software Foundation and left the organization completely. And things moved on. Um, however, with his return this week to the board of directors, not to the um, presidency, but with his return to the board of directors, a lot of people are saying, well, what the heck? We got rid of this guy and now he's back. How do you justify this? And the justification really comes down to how people see the Free Software Foundation. Um, the mission of the Free Software Foundation is to ensure that people have the ability, if they choose to use it, but they have the ability to read source code, make changes to the source code, edit, modify. So basically the software itself is free. This doesn't mean it costs zero dollars. It means that when you have access to it, you have access to it. It's not a black box like so many of the uh, pieces of software that we use every day. Um, nobody is able to go in and make changes to Windows or to Mac OS or iOS or Android. You can make some modifications, but these are within these are within the bounds imposed upon us. Like we're not going in and recompiling these operating systems from source because we don't have access to the source code. And for the vast majority of people, that's perfectly fine. Nobody's going to sit down and compile an operating system on their computer. That's that's a little too graybeard for most people, and that's understandable. But when you have that kind of moral stand, and that's what it is, it's a moral stand where everybody is supposed to have access to the source code that runs on their computers, and people should have confidence in their computers that things are not spying on us and sending information to governments or other big organizations such as Google and Microsoft and whatnot, or because they collect so much information on us. But um, the, the, the moral imperative demands that the organization behind those morals are themselves moral and ethical. 
And these things go hand in hand. And so if you're going to have a certain kind of ethics around freedom and openness and all these things, the people who are part of the organization that backs that message must talk the talk, not just talk the talk, but walk the walk. They need to be examples of these moral standards, of these ethics. And Richard Stallman is not an example of this. Like, yeah, he started the Free Software Foundation, he started the ideology, but it's not enough. It's not his place anymore. He doesn't belong there. And a lot of people agree with that statement. They don't think he belongs there because he is not, he does not exemplify the morals that we want to see in an organization like the Free Software Foundation. So, um, earlier this week I had said that because of this move, the FSF has probably jumped the shark. Like, this is going to be the beginning of the end for them. There's no, there's no uh, way to undo this. If they were to fire Stallman, who said that he's not going, uh, he's not going to resign again, it's like, okay, um, he comes back and he gives everybody the middle finger. That, that's a very interesting way to say, hello, I'm back. But... Um, People are not going to stand for this, and we're already seeing this uh, with organizations that are leaving the Free Software Foundation. So this morning, like just a few hours ago, Red Hat put out a statement on their blog, and I'll have a link to that in the, uh, the paltry show notes, where they have now decided to suspend funding the FSF. And they're not going to be the only ones. I guarantee we're going to see Google and Microsoft and um, Mozilla and a whole bunch of other organizations who have for decades backed the FSF leave. And when all of the organizations that are funding the FSF leave, the people who operate that organization, and there are a lot of very smart, very talented people who work at the FSF, um, they're not going to have any income anymore. They're not going to be able to do what they do, which is essentially making patents and, and buying patents and making sure that other companies can't use those like, very basic ideas um, in, in an evil way. Like the FSF buys patents and puts them, like makes them available to the community. Anybody can use them and you will not get sued. Like that is a really powerful thing in the world of software because in, in, in software, there are lots of ways to solve a problem. And you can't have a developer, like not just me, but like any developer, you can't have a developer say, well, I can't use this kind of coding pattern to solve this problem because it's patented. I have to come up with something brand new. Like that's silly. That's ab absolutely silly. So what the FSF does is, you know, theoretically good by making all of this stuff available. But if they have no money to make this possible, and they have no money to pay the talented people that they have on staff and the lawyers and everything else, um, then the organization is going to cease to exist very quickly. Very quickly. Because how else will they raise money? It's a non-profit. And so that means that they would either need more angel investing from somewhere, and that somewhere has to approve of Richard Stallman, which is a very tall ask, um, or they need to become a for-profit organization, 
the only way to do that would be to start licensing out or like changing how they handle their their patents and that again that is going to eliminate that that's going to destroy the company the organization is going to it's going to be the end of it um and so yeah the fsf has jumped the shark there is very little chance that they're going to be able to come back from this cleanly people are not going to trust them and people are going to say well they were fine until stallman returned and this is going to even if stallman leaves this weekend this is going to have a lasting effect on the FSF. And a lot of big organization, organizations will not want to have their name associated with it anymore. Not only Red Hat, but probably IBM, Microsoft. Um, I believe Canonical also supports the FSF to an extent. Like A lot of very big companies are just going to back away. And that means the FSF will become a shell of what it was. And we'll see new organizations come up doing similar things um, and probably superseding the FSF in the next five to ten years. So long as, you know, these other organizations actually lead by example. Where the people who are working for that organization, yeah, they're flawed. We're all flawed. We all make mistakes. We all say and do stupid things constantly. But... There are limits to the kinds of stupid things that we'll do um, in, in a public venue or in any way that somebody is going to be judging us anyways. And yeah, people will judge us when we're sitting at home in our underwear watching you know, television when surrounded by nachos. But um, you know, at the end of the day, if an organization, if a nonprofit or even a for-profit organization, but if a non-profit is saying we're doing certain things based, based on ethics and morals, then the people who lead that organization must, and, and this cannot be stressed enough, but they must be living examples of those morals. Otherwise, why should anybody have any confidence in what that organization proposes? Um, I see no reason to have any confidence in the FSF at this point, which is unfortunate because, like I said, there are a lot of very smart, very talented people who are working there. And they work really, really hard. And just with Stallman's return, years of their efforts have just been thrown out the window. And that that is a giant waste. <laughs>